0: I love you and how honored I am to walk with you and um, that's what gave me the courage to stand here today and I don't feel like I have to conjure anything up because if it's not in me then it's just going to be like knowledge which is dry straw there's no life there so I brought to you the life that's in me and this morning he, he showed me what I bring and it is hope um, but I want to take you on a little journey if I can. And recently, I have been very entangled with original intent. And everything that I see, everything I do, even when I'm here at the preschool, wherever I am, I'm looking for the original intent. What's the original intent of this? And this has just been stirring in me for some time. And Yahweh told me, he said, you know, you can't really know the original intent without knowing the original intent, (laughs) which means go back to the beginning. And then I opened my little Bible app that day. That's when we got a reset, and it was Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 right there in the beginning. So I began to read and dive into that place, and out of there I've I've seen so much, and that's what I want to bring to you. Um, Hope is an important I want to tell you how I see hope real quick. I don't see hope as a thing. I see hope as a being, as something that is created for for me and for you from the Father. Hope is something that you can co-labor with. Hope is something that you can use. Hope is a tool. So it's not just an idea. So join me in my perspective, even if you don't share that. Just come on into my world a minute, and it'll make this a little more clear. But hope has been given to you. Hope is a being. Hope is important. The Bible says that... I better put my glasses on to read what the Bible says. (laughs) Okay. So hope... Without hope, first of all, your heart becomes sick. So that lets me know that hope is an important thing to the Father. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The rivers flow from the inside. This inside, we've got to take care of that. So if hope is an important part of that being whole, then we better embrace hope. Amen. And he came with hope. That was my husband's message today. He came with hope. So Kim comes with hope today. So what is hope? Hope defined as expectation and desire for something to happen. Hope is trust. In the Hebrew, the word means expectation. It also means cord or rope, which comes from a root word that means to bind or to wait for or upon. I really like the Hebrew because I feel like it's the original and that they, they they were given a secret. So I like to um, look at the Hebrew when I'm studying words. So Today, hope looks like a cord, and it's being given to us to bind us to something or to weight us to something or to tie us to something. That's hope. So in this house, Yahweh has commanded us to build, right? We all agree. He said to build. And so we've been really excited about this for almost two years. We had to finish first, but now we get to build. And so we're in the wait time of of building And I've been in the wait time for quite some time, (laughs) even in my own uh, building of my home. And waiting is an important part of hope. So when I think about building, the first thing we need to do is get the foundation right, which takes us back to the beginning of creation in Genesis 2 where he formed us. So if you will, let's look at Genesis 2. And I'm going to go ahead and just kind of go through my notes, but go ahead and take notes. Maybe you can go back and look because all of these things are gates. I'm going to open an invitation for you to discover today. I want you to discover what was his original intent for you. Amen? I mean, if you don't want to know, then really you probably should go now because you're wasting your time. The kingdom is a journey, The kingdom is not a magic trick. It's not a get quick, fix, fast, hurry, here we go, now it's better. All I have to do is is put a little blood of Jesus on it, and it's going to boop, it's going to be fine. No. The kingdom is about relationship. It's about a journey. It's about pain. It's about suffering. (laughs) It's about joy. It's about hope love. It's about a never-ending supply of heaven that we can have access to if we're aligned correctly. So in the beginning, in in Genesis 2, and this is where I want to start, he formed man from the dust of the earth, and then he breathed his breath into man. He inserted himself into man. We all agree? Yes. Yes. Then he took man, and he placed him in a garden. We're all good with that. And then he told man, you can eat of all the trees, the fruits of these trees, but there's one that I don't want you to eat from, and that's the tree of? Yes, knowledge of good and evil. Now, as we enter through this gate, I want you to untether yourself from the storybook from the Sunday school lessons that you have been taught up to this point okay so let's just untether ourselves from that box because we're going to go through a gate we're not going to be bound in religion we're going to go into relationship relationship changes it moves over here you're stuck this is this box and I'm going to check that and whoop there's that one and I'm going to check that. So let's let's take ourselves from that place and let's walk through this gate. So here we are. We have man. He's in the garden. We have all these wonderful things that he can eat from, right? And then there's one that he can't eat from, right? Right? And it's the Yes. Tree of knowledge good and evil, the tree of knowledge. Over here, tree of life. And I looked at an original text, they call it the tree of lives, plural. An ending supply, our father is. Everything you have need of, that's our father. The tree of knowledge, the tree of lives. And he puts man in the garden and he gives him a choice. Ooh, I want to tell y'all so much right now. <laughs> Stay on track, Kim. Stay here. So here we are. I always thought, man, how, that is just so wrong of God that he didn't want us to, to know stuff. Like, why didn't he want us to know stuff? Have you ever felt that way when you read your storybook in Sunday school? Right? Because it, it contradicts his character, Jesus said, everything that I know of my Father, I'm making known to you. Is there anything that he was going to withhold from us? Does the Father want to withhold anything from you, Wanda? Is he like, you can have all that, but whoop, not this. Do-do-do-do-do-do, you can't have it. that's a, I mean, why would, why would he do that? That's not his character. So here we are. We have to understand the beginning to understand how to build. We have to understand his ways, not religion, but his ways, the character of our God. Who is he? Is he a God that would put all these things for you to eat and then say, but you can't have this one. Only I can eat from this tree, not you. Does that make sense to you? This is what we've been taught, right? And it's not the truth. As I went through the gate and I looked, I saw the character of our Father, and I found an original text. I just want to read to you this one part. This is the Bible just printed. (laughs) It's not my own doing here. Um, The ever-living God then took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden for the purpose of cultivating and taking care of it. And the Lord God instructed man, saying, For food you may eat of the whole of the trees of the garden, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, because in the day you eat from it, dying you shall die. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to say it again. Me and Tamara, that's my sister right there. And the Lord God instructed the man, saying, For food you may eat of the whole of the trees of the garden. But from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. Because in the day you eat from it, dying you shall die. Do you see it? Let me to read it again? Okay, here we go. The ever-living God then took man, placed him in the Garden of Eden for the purpose of cultivating and taking care of it. He trusted man. And the Lord God instructed the man, saying, For food you may eat of the whole of the trees of the garden, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. Because in the day you eat from it, dying you shall die. So see, the Father, he he will never force you to do anything. He will never force you to love him. He will never force you to trust him. He will never force you to walk in his ways. There's always an invitation. There's always a choice on your part to choose between life and death. And in the garden. It wasn't that he had a tree over here that he didn't want them to eat from because they would be like him. It was he didn't want them to die. He said, eat from all of these trees. All See it dimensionally. Never-ending supply. Everything I have is yours. Come and eat from this. Don't eat from that because dying, you shall die. He didn't want him to die. He wanted him to live. Is that amazing? It's in your Bible. Who knew? We didn't because we believed that he said, don't eat from that because then you're going to be like me. Not so. Not so. There's an invitation to be in him. That's where you should be positioned, in him. I'm getting ahead of myself. So I just thought that was neat. So he gave you a choice. He gave you a choice. He wasn't trying to keep anything from man. He's not trying to keep anything from you today. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what surrounds you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Your God is for you. He sees you. And there is a way. And, and not only a way, but it's got all of this for you. So don't get focused on this one little twig because this is death. And if you stay here, you will die. Dying, you will surely die. Come into life. This is how our Father builds. And just so you know, it was John 15 15 that says, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father, I make known to you. Everything the Father has, he wants to make known to you. Unlimited access to his supply. That's what he has for me and you. And there's only one thing that has to happen. You choose. Just like AJ said, simple gospel. You choose. Doesn't get more simple than that. So every day that you don't choose him... You're just trying to suck something off of this twig. And you feel it. You're mad. You're angry. Confused. I'm just trying to create a visual for you. Y'all can smile at me. I'm not being mean. I'm for you. I love you guys. I didn't ask to do this, right? So sucking from the twig. Every time you find yourself sucking from the twig, just know I can choose different. Come over here and feast from my father. Now, don't be confused with it feeling good. Okay? Like, let me just draw some lines here. This little Christian life that's been put out there, that is just skipping through the tulips. Right? Always good. It is. It's always good. But you got to have his eyes to see it. Because sometimes he calls you through places that don't look so good, right? This woman right here, you, you guys don't even know. I saw her throne last week. She's a powerful, powerful woman. And she knows. And I'm strengthened by your demonstration. I'm strengthened by your faith. I'm strengthened by your drive and your passion for him. So you've turned to the next generation and you've given me some keys without even knowing it. And that's how it should be. Living our life. I don't know what's different than tulips. We're not going through tulips, but living our life. And it's a good life and it's a rich life and it's full and it's to be desired. But there's a price and there's a weight. There's a weight and there's a weight. And I'm in the wait. That's a good place. It's a real good place. Okay. So I don't want to get into too much here. So we have the two trees, and we know now that the Father was not trying to withhold any good thing from us. He was given instruction just like he does. Just like he gave you yesterday, he gives you today, he's going to give you tomorrow. You always have a choice. And I think today I bring the weight to that choice. I want to illuminate your choice because your hope can be in a lot of things. It can be in things. It can be in money. It can be, it can be in things. And, and if you put your hope in that place, at some point, you're going to find yourself sucking from the twig. Just remember that. Because the only true source of life is Him. And with him, the blessing overtakes you. You don't have to go grabbing after it. You don't have to focus on it. Oh, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. No, you focus on him, and then the blessing overtakes you, and then you're in abundant life. So hope. I'm going to read you some scriptures about hope. Psalm 119. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Proverbs 10, the hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. So our hope is in his word. Our hope is joy, it's attached to joy. Proverb 24, know that wisdom is such to your soul, if you find it, there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. It, so it's attached to wisdom. Remember the Jewish, the Hebrews, they told us that it was like a cord. So I'm showing you what's interwoven in hope. His word, joy, your future, really. Ecclesiastes 9.4, but he who is joined with all the living has hope. The living, hope. Hope. Romans 15:13 May the hope of God fill you with all joy and peace there it is again joy peace so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope So hope is a cord that will bind you to these things it will hold you steady to these things that are in the Father So where do you find your hope Ask yourself, where do you find your hope? And let me tell you something about hope. To me, it's all about positioning. And we've been invited to be in Christ. We agree? It's all through Scripture. It's in your Bible. So important, and I'm not belittling the Bible. I'm saying we've been, the Bible's been reintroduced to this house. It's in your Bible. These gates are in your Bible. Like these places in Him are in your Bible. They're there. So if you will begin to see this as not a storybook, but as a gate, you can go in. Today's an invitation to a new place in Him. Today's an invitation to know Him differently than maybe you did before you came. He's a loving God, He's a healing God. He's full of hope. He's full of joy. He's full of peace. Everything you need, everything is entangled in him. And there's an invitation to come into him, to be in Christ. When you're seated in Christ, you have unlimited access to everything that the Father has. What does unlimited mean? unlimited. That means it goes deeper and deeper. So we can sing these songs that were written like in the 1800s, and who cares? Because we're going through that gate, and we're exalting him. We're lifting our voice with those that have gone before us, and we're honoring the one true God. We're lifting him up, not ourselves. And that's one thing when I had a bad attitude about doing this today. Holy Spirit said, it's not about you, Kim." not about you i'm like but it's not about you choose you gonna suck out of this you gonna go over here and feast you choose and i tell you what my behind i got lined up quick it didn't take the coffee cup or the shower gel i promise you i had already made up my mind before those things happened all i need is his word all i need is his voice if you long to hear his voice and to know him, he's not going to go hiding from you. He's going to speak to you when you need it most in the way that you will hear. And we don't all hear the same. But he knows how you hear because he created you with purpose. And then he puts you in a house called the Rock of Central Florida so we can build something in the earth that has never been seen. Not for us, but for him. And you know what's awesome about the kingdom? Is that the fruit? We don't have to sit there and go, come on, fruit. There's a fruit. You don't have to toil with it. He causes it to come and be. All we do is day after day do our balancing act, just like Sam told me about weight. He said, you know what? When you walk, you're off balance the whole time. Isn't that amazing? You just keep moving. Keep moving in him. Don't worry about what it feels like. Don't worry about what it looks like. Just know you're in him and you're okay. He'll take care of you. You're in Christ. And when you're in Christ, you're a new creation. That's what the Bible says? Okay. We're all reading our Bibles. In Christ, we're a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things become new. Not some things. Not one thing all things become new. And what's so awesome about our God is that when you are in him, he's ever changing. So you're going and everything's new. And oh, you get to explore all these places about the father and you get to know him real good and you get to be built up in your faith and your hope and your love and your joy and your peace. And then guess what? He opens up another dimension of himself to you. And he says, come on into this place. So you come on over here. Now, here's the key. The journey from here to here is not skipping through the tulips. And recently, and if you read your little, um, what is it, how to start your day or whatever, I did did a little writing so you'll know about conflict. And I saw the original intent of conflict. And it was so amazing because I found myself surrounded by conflict. And I don't like to fight. I am not one to just, you know, get in there and put my boxing gloves on and battle it out till I win. That's just not Kim Parker. I would much rather go, like, you win, I'm out, and I'll be back. So conflict is not something that I love. I do now. I've repented to conflict. Let me explain. So I was in the office, and I was just really just, Tamara and I were just talking about just like all this conflict, conflict. Seemingly bad, like conflict can't be good. It doesn't feel good. People are upset. These things are happening. And and then in comes Kaylee Hoffman. And she it was like she had this little shiny key and just laid it on my desk. And she said, You know, Yahweh told me that conflict was sent to us as a gift. Is that what you said? As a gift. As a gift. As a teacher. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what in the world? But you know what? I went into that place, and I took a look. Somebody says something like that, don't get offended. Don't throw up your, your guard. Go take a look, because you, you'll know if it's true or not. If it's not true, leave it. If it is, buy it up. So I did, and I bought it up, and it changed my life. And he began to show me conflict, and he showed me with Christ. Because I've always seen conflict as like, you know, a bad thing, and you just feel devalued, and you're you're hurt, and oh, then you're you're just living with all the pain because you got in this conflict, and that is not the original intent of conflict. Conflict comes to rub, and it comes to expose, and it, it literally separates the truth from lies. Then you stand in the garden, and you choose. So if it's you that has to change, Wise thing, make a change. If it's not you that needs to change, keep on going. Keep on moving off balance. It's a great kingdom life that we live. So I saw that Jesus is our greatest example of conflict. Think about it. His whole life. Think about it. I mean, even from birth. Conflict, 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 conflict. He used conflict to go in and get the key to death, hell, and the grave. He went in through conflict, and he came out with the keys. Do you see that? So that means we can because why? We're in Christ. When we're positioned in him, then no matter what is happening, we can see his perspective. We can see his way. We can have hope for a future. Because we're positioned correctly in him. So today, I feel like we are, he has come. He has inserted himself into us. He has, he has blown his breath into our nostrils. He has inserted his life. And he said, I created you with purpose. I created you with wonder. And I have set you in a garden. What will you choose? And it's up to you. You can choose the tree of knowledge, which is dying, which is death, or you can choose life. So today, I know I come with a cord. I come and I saw it, it was like a golden cord called hope. And it's been placed in me, and I'm bringing it to you. And I'm opening up hope today. Extending hope to you, and it's your choice whether you will take hope or leave her. It's your choice. But the Father wants you to take a hold of hope and use it to tether yourself to the truth and separate yourself from lies. And only you know what that means. Only you know. Some of y'all, I can see it's like bloop, bloop, bloop. I see stuff but separate yourself from that. That's the, that's this tree right here. And he told us in the very beginning, See, we got to get it right. We got to understand what we're building here. We're building something that's going to live and not die. Something that is going to be hope for generations to come. This is not a one generational house. It is one layer on top of the next layer on top of the next layer, and it takes us all. If Steve Parker could do it alone, you wouldn't be here. But you were called to that seat you're sitting in. In the natural and by the Spirit, you were called to that seat. What are you going to do with it? What, do you, what will you choose? Is it all about you? Are you waiting for everything to come to you, to your throne? I mean, really? Is it all about you? Are you scrapping out there? Chiseling away? Fighting? (laughs) Pushing? If so, get to know conflict. In, In his original intent. I'm not saying go fight with everybody that comes up to you. Oh, honey, I am not saying that to them. I know he's watching me. I'm saying get to know the original intent of conflict and what it does to the inside of a man. What it's sent to do. Embrace hope today. Tether yourself to his purposes. Choose not to see through these see through these eyes not with your eyes. It's a difference. You have to see through your eyes, not with them. If you see with them, you'll be fooled. Many examples in the Bible, people fooled because they saw with their eyes, not through them. What does that mean? It means to gain his perspective. Don't take it at face value. Take a look. What is this? Is it a gate? Then go through it. What does he have there for you? Because he's an ever-increasing father. There's no good gift that he would keep from you. He's not playing games with you. He's not setting up something here and saying, see, look how pretty this is, but you can't eat from it. He didn't do that in the beginning like we were taught. It wasn't some big, beautiful tree. I believe it was ugly. I don't think it was becoming. I think there had to be a lot of of seeing with the eye and not through the eye to eat from that tree. And the good thing is we get the same choice. We're not subject to the choices that have been made before us. It's a new day, just like we sang. It's a new day. No, you didn't hear me. It's a new day. No, like for you. It's a new day. Old things are passed away, and all things are becoming new. What will you do with that? What will you do? I tell you, he believes in you. He's empowered you. You have an unlimited access to everything he does. There is a supply of heaven that is constant. And it flows from in here. It flows from inside. Don't look from it, for it on the outside. Don't look for those riches. Look for it, it on the inside. That's where the river flows. That's where the gold is that you're after. It's on the inside of you. And it's you and it's Him. And it's you intertwined with Him. And hope, can you see hope? Binding you to Him. Surrounding you on all sides. Hope on all sides. Our hearts are not sick. Our hope is not deferred. We are strong in hope. We buy up hope today. We thank you, Father, for sending hope. We honor hope in this house today. We receive her. We receive the cord. And now it's your responsibility. I'm an enabler, so I'd like to take your cord and help you through your little journey. That's kind of my nature, but I can't because it's every man for himself in this place. We need each other. Oh, we need each other. Yes, (laughs) we need each other. I need you, you need me, but we're building something amazing and I want you to see that today. I want you to feel it today. This is the beginning of a new day for you and for this house. And we've been called by the Father and, and we have been given responsibility it is weighty. But nothing is impossible. I said nothing
1: is impossible.
0: Absolutely nothing is impossible because you're in Him. Nothing is impossible. Some of y'all need to hear that like a thousand times. Nothing is impossible nothing see doubt doubt is on this little that's what you're sucking out of this tree doubt that's not what we've been invited to we've been invited over here to faith and hope are you being short changed absolutely not are you on the short end of the stick absolutely not Woo! Absolutely not. Has he forsaken you? Absolutely not. Woo! See, I see lies today. I see lies like they look like little little flies that are flying around people's heads, sent to distract, sent to weaken. Don't eat the flies. Really, don't eat the flies. Don't drink from that cup. It's a lie, Kevin. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a lie. Embrace conflict. Conflict is your best friend in that place, guys. Conflict is your best friend. It will separate the truth from the lies. If you have a good and honest heart, you will know the truth, and you'll be set free. Hallelujah. So I think I'm done. If you'll stand with me. I'm not going to add to anything that he gave me for you. Because I honor you. And I see you as an amazing people that he has called and separated from the masses. So I honor you this morning with my whole heart. (laughs) I really do. It's important that you recognize one another. It's important that you see one another and recognize who He's allowed you to walk with. It's an honor and it's a privilege. And the only way you miss that is when you get focused on me, 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 me me, 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 me. I want, I want, I want, I want, and I can't get it out of this twig. Well, position yourself in Christ. Take a look. Take a look at where you really are. Get rid of those flies. Take a look at where you really are. Take a look around. Look at his blessing in your life. Look at his love for you. And look who he's allowed you to walk with. Look what he's called you to. Look what he's trusted you with. You're an amazing people. You're amazing, Christian. It's an honor to walk with you, sir. And I mean that. That wife of yours... It's an honor. It's an honor, Vanessa. Father, I lift my voice over these people. I bless them today. We receive hope. We receive the unlimited access to your supply today. Some of us reposition our hearts, we position ourselves in you. Conflict, we welcome you. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> oh, gosh. Conflict, we welcome you. And your true intent, your pure intent, your original intent, which is to collaborate with us to expose truth from lies. May we not get entangled in the lies, but embrace the truth so that we're set free to build. And today, Father, we get it right. Let it be recorded in heaven today that the Rock of Central Florida gets it right. That we're putting the right button in the right hole in the right time. And we choose you. We choose your way. We choose your word. We choose your methods, your tools. And today, we've been given the tool of hope. And we thank you for that. And we honor you. And I declare this is finished. It is finished. the expanse, we enlarge the place of our tent and our dwelling today, and we see what you see, and we respond to your voice, and we thank you with gratitude, which is another tool you've given us, but with gratitude. we enter into this place. Recognizing it's been prepared for the mature sons. And that you deem us worthy. And you said we could. So we do. You said we could. So we do. We unlock the gate. And we enter in today as one. One people unified. One language nothing is impossible and it's pleasing to you because you get all the honor and all the glory you father get all the honor and all the glory you are lifted up you are magnified it's all about you Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much.